It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in on a Friday edition of the podcast. Thanks for joining us. A lot to get to ahead on this weekend edition of the show. BYU men's basketball absolutely demolishes Pacific. Good to see that. Also get their schedule adjusted for this week. We'll talk about that. We'll also take some time and talk about the women's basketball team upsetting number 16 Gonzaga. What an impressive win that was for Jeff Judkin's squad. We do need to take some time and examine that today. And of course, we'll talk plenty of other BYU football and other BYU odds and ends to get you caught up on everything you need to know about the Cougars. So plenty ahead on today's edition of the show. It's all brought to you today in part by our good friends over at betonline.ag, Built Bar, and Squire and Company. We'll tell you a little bit more about all three of those companies a little later on here. So there you go. The roadmap of the podcast for this Friday. And without further ado, let's dive on in. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 19th. 2021. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to join us on your daily podcast focused on all things BYU. A reminder for you guys, if you haven't done so already, hit that follow or subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode of this podcast and make sure you join us every single day. Additionally, today is the final day to enter in to our giveaway for home field apparel gear on our Instagram account. Search out Locked On Cougars on Instagram for all the details. We'll do that giveaway later tonight. If you're listening to it on a Friday night, well, you may be out of luck, but nonetheless, take advantage of it now. Get over there. A number of you have already signed up and cannot thank you guys enough and looking forward to rewarding one of our listeners. Stay tuned for that later on this evening. Getting going here on a Friday edition of the show, and let's start off on the hardwoods. The men's basketball program, a very, very impressive win on the road at Pacific, absolutely demolishing the Tigers. And this was not what I expected going into this game. BYU ends up winning at 80-52, to and I in no way envisioned it nearly a 30-point beatdown. The lead was as big as 30 points right uh, before the final buzzer, and they added a bucket, speaking of Pacific, to make it a 28-point spread in the victory. But I had no clue that BYU would blow this thing as wide open as they absolutely did. But... I was very, very impressed with how the Cougars performed in this game. Caleb Lohner, a career-high 19 points, came one rebound shy of getting his first career double-double, but just an absolutely impressive performance from him. Gave us all glimpses of the future star that he appears that he is going to be for the BYU men's basketball program. I am super excited to see him continue to progress and grow. This is still a true freshman, folks. He was playing high school basketball this time last year. And it's just crazy to think about what he's been able to do for the Cougars in this season. He's really progressed as the season's gone along. Shot 6 of 8 from the field. More importantly, 5 of 6 from beyond the arc in this victory. 
just a truly impressive outing. Alex Barcelo and Trevin Nell tied for a second honors in terms of points scored with 15 points apiece. Barcelo made a living at the free throw line going 8 of 10 from the charity stripe. And then Brandon Averett added 10 points of his own to wrap up all the guys in double figures in this game. And I just got to pass it along. that I just, I cannot... It reiterate enough how impressive of a victory this was. Ken Palm or at KenPalm.com had BYU as a five-point favorite entering this game. And had you told me BYU wins this game by double digits, I said, okay, that's pretty good. But to make it 28 points, I would have said, okay, you're crazy. But nonetheless, had tipped the cap to Mark Pope and his squad. This team was ready from the jump, really had things under control. Uh, it seemed like midway through the first quarter, they built up that double-digit lead finally, and from that point on, they just kept Pacific at an arm's length, and in the second half, just opened it up and absolutely boat-raced the Tigers on their home floor. This was very, very impressive, and I, like I said, I got to tip my cap to Mark Pope. He had his guys ready to go. The Cougars in this game shot 48.1% from the field. Funny enough, matched that from beyond the arc, 48.1% from beyond the arc, 13 of 27. Uh, just one of those games that you look at and say, okay, yeah, you guys really took care of the ball, had eight turnovers only in this game, very impressive number there, and I I don't know how much more I can say other than this should help BYU help solidify themselves inside the NCAA tournament projected field. I don't see any way that you can misconstrue this as being anything but a positive for the Cougars. Now they will turn their attention. They're headed to LA to face off against Loyola Marymount tomorrow. I'm looking forward to this game. It's a one o'clock mountain time tip on CBS sports network and Hey, if we get the announcers we had last night, you might hear of Dave Rice, uh, speaking of Dave Rose, or Travis or Trevisanel. Trevisanel, you mean, sir? Just... It's always funny when you get some of these guys who aren't necessarily familiar with BYU and the pronunciation guide, or they haven't looked at it apparently before the game tips off. But nonetheless, looking forward to seeing the Cougars in action. LMU has had a decent year this year. They're ten and six on the season, five and three in West Coast Conference play. BYU conversely sixteen and five coming into this game, seven and three in West Coast Conference action, and. I expect BYU to go handle business in L.A. This is not a Loyola Marymount team that scares me. I actually thought Pacific was going to be the tougher of the two games for BYU. Just looking at it objectively, Eli Scott is their leading scorer for LMU, averaging nearly 18 points per game, also averaging 8 Point four rebounds. Really a good player. I really like Eli Scott's game, but he doesn't have a lot around him, which is the interesting part. Demean, uh, Demean Douglas is his backcourt running mate, averaging 13.5 points and 7.3 rebounds. And then if you've not seen who Kelly, I, I believe it's Leal Pepe, if you've not seen this young man, uh, you're going to see a lot of him tomorrow. He has what we should call an epic epic mullet that he has got going. He is a kid from Melbourne, Australia. I believe he is of Polynesian descent. I don't necessarily know what nation, etc., but this kid, he is a sight to behold. He is averaging 9.8 points per game, 4.6 rebounds as a forward, and then Joe Quintana kind of rounding out their top four with 9.7 points per game, but I go into this game against LMU actually feeling a lot more confident against the Lions 
for BYU than I did against the Pacific Tigers. And that may seem weird to you considering LMU has got a 10-6 and record while Pacific had a 6-6 six and six record. Call it PTSD, call it what you will, but I just had flashbacks of that double overtime win that BYU ground out in Provo over Pacific. Some tough games a year ago against the Tigers that just made me think, you know what? They're going to have their work cut out for them, speaking of BYU. But what do they do? They go in uh, and absolutely dominate Pacific. So I'm looking forward to seeing them back in action tomorrow. And it, it looks like, it, this is just my projection of it, that BYU should go in there fairly confident and should roll to a victory. Of course, we will break that down for you guys on Monday's edition of the show, recapping everything from the weekend that was in BYU sports. There's always plenty to recap. But we'll have a recap mainly of BYU and LMU. And also looking ahead to a monster week ahead for the BYU men's basketball program as the West Coast Conference has shuffled the lineup. I teased it yesterday. I didn't have all the details, but we got those yesterday. We'll talk about BYU now set to face off against USF and St. Mary's to close out the regular season at home to be noted. We'll talk about that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at betonline.ag folks. No matter what you're interested in betting on, whether it's sports action, NBA, college hoops, the NHL, MLB is going to be here before you know it. Uh, spring training is underway. The best part is BetOnline doesn't just have sports action. They also have pop culture covered for you. Real-time odds, props on almost anything you can imagine, whether it's reality TV, award shows, or even just simply simple TV shows. If you want to bet on it, Bet Online's got it for you guys. It's got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and the best part, it's free to sign up. Go to betonline.ag now. Use the promo code Locked On to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Yes, free money, courtesy of our friends at Bet Online. Take advantage of that now. BetOnline.ag, sign up for that free account when you make your first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. It's all courtesy of your friends over at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Folks, let's take a minute and talk to you about our good friends over at Squire & Company. Right now, of course, is tax season. Many of you gathering all those documents, and you're hoping somebody's going to handle it for you. Well, guess what? Squire can handle that for you. They're a Utah born and bred company that's capable of helping anybody out, whether it's personal income taxes, you're an entrepreneur who's got a small business, you got a multi-billion dollar corporation. Guess what? Squire can scale to fit whatever you need. And that's what I love about this company. They specialize in traditional CPA firm services. Like I mentioned, personal income taxes, corporate business taxes, financial statement audits, reviews, and compilations. No matter what you need, Squire can handle it for you guys. They also can help out bigger companies. They can help you implement and select accounting systems like NetSuite, Microsoft Business Central, and QuickBooks. They're committed to helping individuals, businesses, and entrepreneurs set and meet their financial goals. I've gotten to know Ray Chipman over there, one of the partners at Squire. He wants to help you guys out. If he can't help you out, he'll get you in contact with the right person at Squire that can help you out. You can reach out to him. Uh, first off, you can check out Squire at Squire.com. That's S-Q-U ire.com two locations by the way one in Orem and one in downtown Salt Lake City to help you guys out no matter where you happen to be situated but you can reach out to Ray directly by emailing him RaymondC at Squire.com or giving him a call 801-477-4950 that's our good friends at Squire and Company proud partners with us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast 
If you haven't already, I want to encourage you guys to check out a brand new podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and that is our good friends at Locked On Today. Peter Bukowski hosts this daily podcast, and as we kind of focus on the BYU Cougars on this show, what that show is, it's about getting you up to speed on everything else going on in the sports world. Think of it as like that 30,000 foot view, so that way you're up to speed on everything going on with the sports in under 20 minutes every single day. Peter does a great job, and you can download it wherever you get your podcast just like this one with us on Locked On Cougars. All right, as I mentioned, BYU announced the scheduling adjustment for the BYU men's basketball program yesterday. We teased it on Thursday, and I kind of lifted the lid on it, let you guys know what's going on. And it's a very interesting setup here because the good news is is that BYU appears to be set up to have two solid games to finish out the regular season. And I'm looking forward to seeing these two games. Speaking of USF on Thursday for the Cougars, and then, of course, the regular season finale, which will be played out against St. Mary's, both of those games at home at the Marriott Center. This is a great Great, great setup for the BYU men's basketball program. I am looking forward to this. Both of these programs, speaking of San Francisco and St. Mary's, are two of the best games that BYU could close out their regular season with in terms of help via the net ratings and or Ken Palm ratings because both of them are considered top 100 wins, quad two at the very worst, and that's exactly what you want as BYU really tries to clinch their spot as an at-large bid into the big dance. Obviously, that means that the Santa Clara game that was scheduled for next week has been moved off to the schedule, and that's no big loss. The Broncos just essentially are a non-factor, and I'm looking forward to this. The games are scheduled for 7 o'clock Thursday night against USF at the Marriott Center. That'll be televised on CBS Sports Network. And then Saturday night, 8 p.m. Mountain Time, the Cougars host St. Mary's. It'll either be on ESPNU or ESPN2, depending on which uh, network the mothership wants them on. I would imagine if BYU beat San Francisco, you beat LMU, you have plenty of momentum going into that game, and I would imagine it probably ends up on ESPN too, but there's a lot of other factors in play. The good news is, is that BYU and the West Coast Conference found themselves in a situation where they could get BYU two more quality games before the season closed out. To go out and finish up against Santa Clara just kind of would have been a little bit of a downer for BYU, and Simply put, you want to have these games on your docket because you need as many of those quote-unquote quad two wins as you can when it comes to bid thieves in the NCAA tournament. Uh, This is an interesting situation. I talked about this yesterday, how I believe that conference tournaments I would cancel them outright. That's just what I would do. But every conference has their own prerogatives. I know that they have TV contracts that stipulate, hey, you got to play this amount of games, especially when it comes to the conference tournament to get the payouts, particularly from networks like ESPN and or CBS Sports Network. But, man... If I'm BYU and I had a conversation with a friend that listens to this podcast regularly and he'll be smiling as I discuss this here because me and him went back and forth on this last night. But if you have these two games for BYU, you have USF Thursday, St. Mary's on Saturday. You run the table here. You you get to what? Would that be 19 wins? Yes, it'd be 19 wins. You're sitting at 19 and 5. What incentive, if you're BYU, do you have to go to the West Coast Conference Tournament the following week in Las Vegas? Really, what do you have? What is incentivizing you to travel to Las Vegas, expose yourself to potential COVID-19 issues, 
while we talked about yesterday as well, is the fact that you need to register seven successive days of negative tests before going to the NCAA tournament. Why? Why would you put yourself in that predicament and potentially lose a game that could hurt you down there in Las Vegas? I'm not necessarily afraid of BYU losing games. Let me be clear about this. This is more of kind of a, a just a looking at it from an objective point of view. What incentive does BYU men's basketball have to go to Las Vegas to play there in the Orleans Arena, potentially get themselves exposed to COVID-19, and then potentially have yourself have an outbreak within the program? You have those tests that come back positive, and all of a sudden you are looking on the outside in when it comes to the NCAA men's basketball tournament for the second straight year due to a global pandemic. How sucky would that be? It would be the most struggly scenario out there. And some of you may know what the reference I use with struggly there. If you do, props to you. Reach out to me. I'll, I'll hook you up. But nonetheless, it would just be an awful, awful situation for BYU men's basketball to find themselves in. So I, I reiterate once again the, the topic I brought up yesterday. What incentive? Why does BYU men's basketball go to the men's tournament down there at the Orleans Arena and expose themselves to COVID-19 when it seems like it might be highly unnecessary. Now, I also understand that there is, like I mentioned, ESPN is going to have a very large say and there'll be very strong opinions expressed about uh, why BYU and maybe Gonzaga should show up to the West Coast Conference Tournament because of a certain TV contract and some stipulations. And I'm sure that they would like to be able to collect the checks from that, but if I'm BYU and I'm Gonzaga, I have very, very large reservations about going to Las Vegas. It just seems like a completely unnecessary move, and in talking with some people around BYU, there is talk within BYU, the program down there, to say, what incentive is there for us to do it? I ultimately think that if, if push comes to shove, BYU will be the loyal soldier, the good soldier, and go play in the tournament. But I just think it wholly unnecessary to expose yourself unnecessarily to this virus and have it potentially wreak havoc within your program. And the ultimate prize you've been fighting for all year long, getting back to the big dance, getting to the NCAA tournament, to have that torn away from you for a second straight year due to the virus that just seems to be insidious. You can pick it up seemingly anywhere. Man, I just, I don't mean to come down so forcefully on this, but I really do think this is a bad idea for BYU to be considering going to Las Vegas and exposing themselves to COVID-19 and just, it has so much going for it. It looks like it's firmly in the NCAA tournament field. Don't let these naysayers, Utah fans and the like say, well, BYU, they need to go to the NCAA tournament. I've got people warring in my mentions on Twitter, Utah fans saying, well, they just need to man up and show up and play in the NCAA tournament. You know, what if that's what you really think you're not paying attention because Joe Lunardi Jerry Palm Ken Palm they've got BYU firmly in the field should they not stumble here over the next week you lose at Loyola Marymount tomorrow yes you're absolutely going to need to go play in that West Coast Conference tournament to rebuild some of the tournament cachet that you've built up to this point if you run the table though why why, why, why would you go to Las Vegas and make it uh, just a potential for you to have something happen that could knock you out of the showcase event that you've been fighting for all year long? We'll see. I've just I've got my reservations about it, and uh, man, I I don't know. I I just. 
I, I don't mean to come down so hard on this. You guys know me, but I do have massive, massive concerns when it comes to BYU men's basketball. You want to see them in the NCAA tournament. Why go and take an unnecessary risk? I know I'm kind of being a broken record saying that, but it just seems it just seems unnecessary at this point. But we have to see. You got to win the games. You got to beat LMU tomorrow. You got to beat San Francisco Thursday. And you got to beat St. Mary's on Saturday. At that point, then you can really dig into this and make that decision. But first things first, take care of business starting with the LMU Lions tomorrow afternoon. All right, we do need to stay on the basketball theme of things, and we need to give some time to the BYU women's basketball program. A massive upset win over number sixteen Gonzaga last night at the Marriott Center. We'll examine. That, what that means for the BYU women's basketball program. We'll get to all of that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Built Bar, guys. We talk a lot about this company, but right now, Built Bar has a flash sale going on. We talked about the launch earlier this week of the Coconut Brownie Crumble. Well, guess what? There's a brand new flavor out there, the Coconut Puff Bar, and there's a flash sale for it right now. What it is, it's luscious chocolate and soft marshmallow. It's made with premium collagen protein blend to help you guys get that protein that it Built Bar is famous for. The best part about it, it's got 16 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and only 6 grams of sugar. This is a miracle, excuse me, what I'm trying to say, a miracle of modern science, what Built Bar is doing with this coconut puff bar. Take advantage of it. It's gluten-free, it's preservative-free, and for a limited time only, today only, you can order now by going to BuiltBar.com. I can't recommend it enough. They actually sent us an opportunity to try this one ahead of time, like they did with the coconut brownie crumble earlier this week. It is absolutely delicious. Delicious. Built Bar just keeps hitting home runs and they keep knocking it out of the park with these different flavors. Like I said, one day only for this coconut puff bar. Luscious chocolate, soft marshmallow, and the best part, they've got their premium premium collagen protein blend in it. Give it a shot, folks. That's BuiltBar.com. Check out that coconut puff bar before it's gone. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, rounding out a Friday edition of the show, and normally this is when I kind of catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news, but you know what? There's one story that kind of looms over everything else, and that is the BYU women's basketball program. If you did not see it last night, you might want to go back and watch it on demand on BYUtv.org, but the Lady Cougars beat Gonzaga, the number 16 ranked team in the country, 61 to 56 at the Marriott Center. This is a huge, huge win for Jeff Judkins and his squad. Uh, essentially, what it does, in my opinion, and of course, the metrics will have to come out and we'll track those for you. But BYU was projected going into this game as kind of the final team into the NCAA women's tournament. And with this win, I would imagine that moves them well inside of that bubble scenario because. It's tough to get wins over ranked teams in women's hoops. The women's 
basketball program, speaking of BYU, has been a thorn in the side of the Lady Bulldogs over the last couple of years. Kind of similar to what BYU men's basketball has been at points for Mark Few's program on the men's side of things. But this is an absolutely gargantuan win for the Cougars. They built as big as a 10-point lead, saw it fritter away to just one point, and then Paisley Johnson Harding actually had a phenomenal bucket with, I think it was 14 seconds left. She goes into the lane, and just like this um, push shot, kind of a hook shot, push shot hybrid, and sinks it. Puts BYU up three. Gonzaga tries to come down, get get points. Can't do it. BYU gets the rebound, gets fouled, adds two more at the line, and seals the win, 61-56. to This is an absolutely huge win for the women's basketball program. Shaley Gonzalez led the Cougars with 16 points in the victory. Lauren Gustin had another, another double-double with 10 points and 10 rebounds. Sarah Hampson, five blocks to go with 10 points and five rebounds of her own. Just a truly, truly impressive game for Jeff Judkins and his squad. I think that is the win that should block up two teams, speaking of the men's and women's basketball programs at BYU, going to the NCAA tournament. But at this point, uh, the conversation could be had about women's hoops as well. What incentive do they have to go to Las Vegas if they find themselves firmly inside the field? Their position's a little more tenuous because the West Coast Conference doesn't have the same respect level and doesn't have a number one ranked team in the country uh, playing alongside BYU like Gonzaga on the men's side of things is. But nonetheless, this is an absolutely gargantuan result for Jeff Judkins and his squad. If you have not watched the women's hoops program in action this year, you're missing out. Shaley Gonzalez is one of the more electric players I have ever seen. She played 39 minutes last night in a 40-minute contest. Lauren Gustin played 36. They left it all out on the court and got rewarded with that victory. This is a fun program. They play a fun style of basketball, speaking of the BYU Women's Hoops program. So if you haven't had a chance to watch them, well, there's no time like the present to get on that bandwagon and enjoy what is going on for the Women's Hoops program at BYU. I I cannot express enough how fun of a style they play. Man, Shaylee Gonzalez, she is worth the price of admission alone to watch her just absolutely ball out. But you got players like Lauren Gustin, who's just an absolute double-double machine. She takes care of business every time she's out on the court. Paisley Johnson-Harding comes up with clutch basket after clutch basket. It's just, it's one of those teams that you look at and say, you know what? They've got pieces everywhere. Uh, Hampson, Sarah Hampson does a great job patrolling the paint. Five blocks in that win over Gonzaga. She is one of the premier shot blockers in the country. Her sister and her mother are the only two people in front of her on the career blocks record in BYU women's basketball history. Kind of shows you how dominant the Hampson family has been in women's hoops history for the Cougars. But nonetheless, this is a program who's got a lot of good pieces. They find different ways to win. They get contributions from all over the floor. It's kind of similar in some ways to what the men's program is this year, where it's not necessarily reliant on one specific thing. You can think back to last year's men's basketball program, where they were so reliant on three-point shooting to win games, and they did it at a very high clip, and it worked for them. This year, both the men's and women's hoops programs at BYU, they're a little more balanced. They have different players any given night step up and lead them in scoring, coming up with big buckets. This is just fun to see for both the men's and women's hoops programs, and I couldn't be more excited to be tracking this over the next week or so and heading in to postseason play and 
I am sincerely hoping we have both the men's and women's hoops programs from BYU in the NCAA tournament. And of course, we'll be tracking that for you guys down the home stretch here as we round out the regular season and get ready for March Madness. All right, that's going to do it. A big thank you once again for your support of the podcast. There are plenty of other sports in action this weekend. The men's volleyball program in action, women's soccer. If you want a full rundown of where the sports are playing, well, I usually do that, but we're running out of time here. So I'm going to encourage you to go to BYUcougars.com. You can search out the all-sports schedule, search by whatever sport you're interested in. I know women's softball is in action. Oh, and by the way, BYU men's baseball, they open their season this weekend. Man, there's just a lot going on. This spring season has just been absolutely nuts, and it's not slowing down anytime soon. So, you know what? A full recap for you guys on Monday. A reminder for you guys, go to our Instagram page if there is still time. We're doing the giveaway tonight, picking our winner for some free swag from homefieldapparel.com. Well, you can get 15% off by using the promo code LOC, but if you want to win a free shirt, go to our Instagram feed at Cougars and follow the directions there. Also, follow the show on Facebook at Cougars, on Twitter at Cougars as well, or my personal Twitter feed. You can reach out to me there. Jacob C. Hatch is the Twitter handle. And as always, the email address for this fine podcast is LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. All right, that's going to do it. A big thank you once again for joining us. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 19th, 2021. And we will talk to you guys soon. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.